Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Patriot Strong. I have a very special guest and good friend here with me today, Emily Peterson. She is uh, Mama Bear from Iowa, who is on the front lines of this battle that we as parents are fighting um, with the curriculum and our uh, children in the schools over the past two years, just everything that has been going on from mandates that have taken place to uh, her incredible story on how she was part of getting a law passed that completely threw that out. Um, and just her journey, she's going to share on how she's gotten a uh, grassroots program started called uh, Iowa Stands United. And uh, yeah, Emily, take it away. It's so great to be with you, Courtney. I think it's amazing to see how God works and meeting you in Kentucky and seeing how far you've come and so many things that God's doing in your life. I'm just so blessed to be a part of it. Mm. And like Courtney said, we're friends because we're all in this together. And my journey began back in 2021 when these masks were forced on our kids. My daughter has special needs. She had a horrible time wearing that mask. And I knew that it was not just wrong, but it was evil. And I could not sit back and do nothing. I began protesting before the school boards March 20 of 21, actually 22nd to be precise, because that very um, end of the week when I turned in a religious exemption after protesting to get the mask off my daughter, they retaliated and they put my daughter behind a six foot plexi or a three foot plexiglass barrier wall and they isolated her six feet from any teacher, any associate who is supposed to be teaching her and helping with her learning um, in her IEP, any student. She had to do lunch by herself, recess by herself. And as children have been traumatized through all of this, I knew at that point that it was traumatic enough that I needed to do something. And that's where God's hand stepped in. I got down to Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Health and Freedom Conference. And it was there I met Kathy Meeham. And Kathy said, well, my husband speaks about the harms of masks. I would love you to meet him and tell him your story. And I thought, that's fabulous. We would love to do that. And not only did we get to do that, but when Jim was presenting, Kathy asked us to stand off to the side of the stage. So I did. And halfway through his speech, he said, there's two moms from Iowa who have a story to tell, and they would like to tell it. And I thought, oh, my <laughs> goodness, Lord, I guess he's talking about me. So. Uh, the other mama bear and I got up there, we told our stories. And after that, it was thousands of parents reaching out to us in one way or another, whether through email, phone call, face to face, and telling us that their children are suffering too, and that this is child abuse, and we need to end it. That is when I got involved at the Capitol and began telling my story to the legislators, the ones that would listen. And in Iowa, we have some great champion legislators. Uh, several of them I've had the opportunity to work with moving forward, which I can talk to you about later. But their part in this is to draft up legislation that would end the mask mandates. We got to the Capitol and held a freedom rally to show that uh, we need to be heard. These children need to be heard. They've been muzzled too long. And this law was passed on May 20th, 2021. And I was in the governor's office. I was with her. She gave me a high five and she said, you did this, your efforts did this, but I knew that it was we the people that did it of Iowa. When the government works, it works for the people. That began my journey. And 
now I'm learning that that was definitely not their end game, was it, Courtney? Masks were not what they were after. Not they were after compliance. And that includes compliance with children's hearts and minds. Next came the vaccines on the children, which is absolutely horrendous. We have way too many children dying from an emergency authorization usage only non-safety tested jab. That's horrible. And now we know that they're after the hearts and minds as well. And that includes indoctrination. So that began my journey and opened my eyes to these things. And as you, um, we're learning that it's coming at a young age, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that you know my story, but from anybody that is listening for the first time, I worked at a daycare center for eight years and last June was handed an entire curriculum over the LGBT Pride Month to celebrate Pride Month as a family. Uh, this had curriculum in it from infants all the way up to 12 years old, which is the normal age range at any daycare location. Um, and this included activities promoting uh, uh, stories and children's books that feature transgenderism, uh, homosexuality, you know, just all of these absurd topics that absolutely should not be being taught to three and four year olds. And it's not only happening in the daycares, it's happening in schools and with other kinds of uh, curriculum as well, such as the DEI and SEL and mm -hmm. CRT. And I know that's where you're, you're stepping in right now with everything that you're doing. Yes. And we all know that DEI, Diversity of Equity and Inclusion Platform, is really CRT. Because mm -hmm. in Iowa, CRT has been banned as a law. However, that is not stopping our Iowa teachers. There was just a interview released, candidly. They were behind the scenes and they were doing these interviews in secret um, and not letting you know the other party know, these teachers, that they're being recorded as far as like, you know, telling what they're really doing. So these teachers confessed to getting around the law and saying, well, all we have to do is rename it and we're gonna still teach it and we're gonna still push it because it's so important to us and that's what we're going to do. We don't care about the law. And now we've got some legislators who want to do something about that, those teachers that are not abiding by the law. But we know not only are they wanting to teach it, but how they're teaching it is it's well-funded. So oh, these yeah. effort funds, the third round specifically, so we've got two rounds of COVID funds, right, coming through to the schools. The first two rounds had no strings attached. However, the third round of funds did have strings attached. And those requirements included diversity of equity inclusion as a platform and staff members. It also included um, being able to push through that the national sex education standards, which I would love Courtney to show you um, when she puts this video together, we're gonna show you what some of those standards are in documentation. They include teaching masturbation to third graders teaching sexual orientation to kindergartners and sexual identity. And this is horrific, but it's their way because it's well-funded, it's well-organized, and it is nationwide, even in some of the rural schools. The only way we're learning to stop it is to put in 
superintendents and school board members who are willing to stand up against it and say, we're not going to teach this. Thankfully in Ankeny, November 2nd was a huge day because we got three new school board members in who were parental choice and against this indoctrination. And they are not going to implement um, a second DEI position, I hope and pray, after many of these parents from Ankeny have reached out and said, we don't want this in our schools. This is not the best way to fund our schools or to use these funds and allocate them. This is not what we want. And many of these schools though, unfortunately, they have corrupt board members, they have corrupt superintendents, oh, yeah. and that's how they're getting it in there. Because part of the agreement, um, as I have seen in documentation, is a signed draft saying, we will implement these things um, in order to receive these third rounds of funds. Yeah, and uh, kind of goes along um, with what you're saying. I know I read uh, an article, and I forget uh, where it was published at, within the last week that they came forward saying that a lot of these state funded schools, they have to purchase textbooks that have LGBT mm -hmm. um, or anti-bias curriculum or language terms, that kind of stuff in them. And if the school refuses to buy them, then they stop funding. Um, we know that wow. in Florida, just recently 57 books were recalled and taken off the shelves. Because of that, uh, Governor Good. <laughs> signed that bill, the Parental Protection and Education Act that went into effect um, that forbids this kind of uh, curriculum being taught in the schools. And Ohio has a bill that's just sitting on the table right now. It's Ohio Bill 616. Um, and it kind of follows the same uh, type of uh, language and terminology literature that the Florida bill did in the sense that um, topics like DEI and critical race theory and social emotional learning will not be allowed to be taught in schools um, just because it's not age appropriate. And mm -hmm. like what, what happened to teaching academics? Right. Um, right. You know, reading in actual American history, it's insane. Um, the center that I worked at, Kinder Care, they have uh, absurd leftist agendas that are being pushed. Um, articles that can be found on their actual homepage, promoting, talking to your children about uh, protests, and uh, mm. goes on and on. And the thing is, the teachers who work there, they're not necessarily qualif qualified um, to like teach, if that makes sense. They're, mm -hmm. they're just employed, but they're not, they don't necessarily understand that this is like such a fundamental age for the children or how, how critical thinking and cognitive development is being uh, um, developed during this time so they go along with the agendas and they right. push them on the kids uh, at my center I'm the only teacher that stood up against the LGBT curriculum I met with my district leader she told me that uh, this curriculum not only was being taught in all I think it's 1428 
centers across the United States, but that parents weren't told about this curriculum. Um, that the company got a lot of backlash, but they're still they're still teaching it. Um, I will try to insert our conversation that I had with a representative. If you go to the KinderCare uh, company webpage, you can go under their DEI curriculum and mm -hmm. find the Pride Month uh, hyperlink, but it's not clickable now. Um, mm. It used to be. I don't know what they're hiding or why they're hiding it if they are so supportive right. of everything. But like, if you're going to push something and not tell parents, like you can't be so not transparent about everything. Right, right, definitely. And um, moving forward, I really believe that we can make a difference if we start standing up and using our voice. So it's not just sitting back behind a computer anymore. It's getting to the school boards, getting actively involved, having a meeting. I've recently started an Ankeny Concerned Parents group and it's growing, um, showing how DEI has infiltrated into our schools and oh, it's yeah. really CRT. And so it starts local, like local action does have a national impact that, that insert General Flynn. I, I mean, when, this, when these masks came off, um, General Flynn immediately got in touch with me and said, you know, I want you to come on tour. I want you to tell the world about, you know, what is going on with local action and how it can have a national impact. And we're testimony of that. But that impact to me, it just began with the masks. Now it's rising up as moms, mama bears, you know, and papa bears against the destruction of our children. That's what it is. We must protect them. There's no one else going to do that right now. It's going to be us. And that's a hundred percent correct. Like this is a battle that needs more attention. The, the distractions with the um, food shortages and the election yeah. supply chains, inflation, all of this stuff. That's all it is, is a distraction from what, whatever term you guys want to call it. I'm going to call it the globalists, the elitists. Mm -hmm. um, they're distracting us over here so they can sneak in the back door and indoctrinate the future generations. And that goes into sure. a whole other story down a whole other little rabbit hole about taking away the family structure and moving the younger generations away from religion. Yes. And yes. it's, it's an anti-God agenda. Yeah. I guess it can be summed up that way. You know, you have children at, at the most you know innocent level in the womb okay so let's start in the womb now they're trying to say that you can have an abortion even after the child is born up to i think it's a month yeah 29 days not an abortion at all that's straight up murder, murder it's murder yes. in the womb it's murder outside of the womb but boy are they brazen and pushing lines so there you have a god created life trying to end it and People going insane right now with Roe v. Wade possibly yep. being overturned because they can't murder children. Then if the child survives, let's put them into the schools and then we're going to go after them there. We're going to go after them with grooming them for, for their sexuality, making, you know, down to toddler age, like you said, um, making them a sexualized individual so that 
minor attracted persons can be normalized. Maps, minor attracted persons, which is pedophiles, oh, yeah. can be normalized. That is what it's about. And anti got agenda with families. Like you said, division. Well, what do they do? They want to put child against parent by calling them racist, by calling them, you know, um, a homophobe, bigots. I mean, whatever it may be, you can see it right now, the division that's being created in families. And with this COVID, that's what it did as well. It divided families, parents against their children and in-laws against, you know, other family. You can see it everywhere. It's yep. a total demonic agenda. It is just another way to divide us and turn us against each other so they can come in and do what they want to do to wipe to wipe us out, unfortunately. I know. I hear you. However, I mean, as long as I have breath and, and we know that in each state, there's got to be leaders who understand that they were born for such a time as this, but it's going to take us getting active. Yeah. Um, when you edit this video, you can show how I've been to the Capitol many a times. This last week, it was a convoy rally. The Freedom Convoy Rally came through Des Moines area. We gathered at the Capitol and we um, welcomed truckers from all over the U.S. coming and standing for freedom. And it was amazing. It was very cold. And so <laughs> we, but we were out there toughing it out. And I couldn't just be more honored to be part of a movement that includes God and everything we prayed and you know we look to him we humble ourselves and we look to him because without his help we're not going to win this spiritual battle there's just no way there's, there's no right. way and these leaders that i've been able to um connect with um these legislators these are men of god they aren't just men who you know filled this role and think that they're going to be part of the political class no they've taken so much courage and fearlessness and tongue lashings from the establishment where they're at to rise up against this. Uh, in Iowa, you can show in the pictures later, Jeff Shipley is one of the champions. He presented my daughter. Yeah, he's amazing. Love you, Jeff Shipley. Your name is becoming known all over the United States, not just yes. in Iowa. Um, however, Courtney, you know what's incredible is that the establishment knows this and they've targeted him now. They have got Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk to endorse his opponent, who is wow. from Run Gen Z. Mm -hmm. He's from a group called Run Gen Z. He's backed by the Brandsteads and he is pro LGBTQ. He's disguising himself as a conservative. Wow. It's sickening, but it's happening. And they're targeting Jeff because they know that he'll stand up. He's not gonna go along to get along in Iowa. And, and that includes Jim Carlin too. He's another one. You can put up his picture um, later. He's running for U.S. Senate against Chuck Grassley, who got an F by the conservative review with Blaze TV and Mark Levin. An F in freedom. He's not a conservative. No. That's and, what. Yeah. So in Iowa, we are behind Jim Carlin a thousand percent. And we need him in there. He's pro-life, pro-family, pro-God. He's courageous. He's fearless. And I believe in him. He's like family to me. And if you want to make a difference, get involved in some way out there. There's yep. got to be a way for God calling your heart to get involved. For Courtney, she's made a huge difference. Huge.
huge difference. One life makes an enormous difference. And what it takes is just obedience, answering the call God's placed on your life, whether it's going to the school boards, whether it's volunteering at your PTO and, and spreading the word about what's going on, whether it's to start a community group, whether it's to be part of your central committee meetings, whatever it may be, get involved. We have to right now, or, or we, we will lose our freedoms for our children and they will succeed in their agenda if we don't. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And it's people like your movement and like the whistleblowers that are coming out and standing up against this because you can't be afraid to speak out against what's right or you're just adding to the problem. And yeah. I feel like as long as people are there that will speak out, then it's not gonna be as easy for them to shove their agenda on all, all of the children because there are voices that are standing out against it and pushing back. That's right. That's exactly right. We cannot be the silent majority any longer, right? No, we can't, no. not at all. No. <laughs> no. And it really reminds me of a quote that um, I share wherever I go nationally traveling on the reawaken tour and speaking is that silence in the face of evil is evil itself. God will not hold us guiltless. And that's from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And if you're discerning enough to be on Patriot Strong Podcast, listening to Courtney Marie, then this message is for every single one of you, because you have the discernment. I mean, if not us, then who? I mean, God throughout history has used, you know, the faulty and just the ordinary people. You look at the disciples, they were fishermen, they were tax collectors, you know? It's not going to be the elites and the high status. It's going to be us because in the end, when we take a stand and God does something incredible, he's going to get the glory. It's not going to be us. It's yep. going to be him. It's a hundred percent, right? I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your information. I will make sure to put up all of those pictures. Um, where can people find more about your movement, more about the Iowa's Stand United and what you're doing next? Yes, you can reach us and register. Um, I know that even if you're in another state, the best way to reach out um, is uh, Emily, Iowa Stands United at gmail.com, my email. That's the best way to reach out. However, if you are in Iowa, you can register for Iowa Stands United at iowastandsunited.com. Otherwise, just reach me through email. I would be happy to help you if you have any questions. Um, I'm always consistently trying to use the connections that I've made to help others, that I'm blessed so that I can bless others. And I would be happy to help you in any way that I can. So you heard her, if you have any questions, feel free to email and she will get back to you right away. Emily, again, thank you so much for coming on. I would love to have you back on. And I would love to do that after the big event. And yes, we soon. should talk about that because Courtney's going to join me. And I'm so excited. We're going to be in Myrtle Beach together and can't yes. wait to see what God does. And if you've never been to a reawakened tour, um, I would strongly recommend going. It's life changing. So I know fun. that. But Courtney, I think yours was life-changing too when you got oh, yes, to meet absolutely. General Flynn. I mean, that inspiration moves you to action because faith without works is dead, right? So we absolutely. have to act. 
Well, yes. I love you, Courtney. And I thank you for all that you've done. And just know that I don't think you'll ever see the impact until the other side in the kingdom of God, the impact that you've made. Just keep planting those seeds. Honestly, you are making a huge difference. Mm. And together we'll spread God's love and God's truth. And in that there's freedom. Like I'm learning that true freedom, honestly, is in Christ. Like you have to know the truth to be set free. So living in that truth. That's absolutely right. Okay, I will see you. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products.